JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. The other day, I actually took on something that I don't often like to take on. What's that? Christmas shopping. Uh, I'm just imagining you. Did you go Hinkler or Sugarland? Sugarland. Sugarland? Sugarland. Chaotic? Get this. <laughs> I'm walking along. And this little kid, probably eight years old, hmm. feeds it to me. What do you mean? Little jerk just feeds it to me. My missus is laughing. He runs off the other way. Are <laughs> what you kidding me? What did he say me? to you? An so, eight-year-old oh, really he, ruffled your feathers to the point where you're exploding I was going to chase him down. But, um, no, <laughs> but no, never. Never would I do that. But basically we're at Sugarland. Going to Big W, and it's chaos at the moment. Have you been into the shops? Yeah. All yeah. the Christmas decorations are up. Yeah. Santa's little thing is set up too. And it's only going to get worse leading into Christmas, but people are walking around every which way. I think we need lines painted on the on the, <laughs> on the the paths in shopping centres. The only good thing about COVID is the social distancing. I think certain people need to start getting indicator helmets when they're walking through the shop so they can <laughs> indicate when they're turning certain ways. Yes. I think it would save a lot of hassle. I do head checks all the time. But basically what had happened is Jess and I are looking through the Christmassy section and I'm standing there looking at some ornaments, just nice. having a bit of a look. Cute. This little kid comes sprinting around the corner and nearly runs into me. I'm like, whoa. Settle down there, buddy. Back. He looks back at me and goes, watch out, mate, and, ki- and runs off. <laughs> Sorry, you're the one to be watching out. I look at Jess shocked. I look away. I'm looking for parents. No parents? I don't know where he He'd taken off. He was too quick, so... <laughs> To that child, you're lucky and nimble, but one of these days you'll slow down. And that day, my friend, you'll have to learn to give way yourself. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. On the weekend, Jules, we've seen over a 1,000 people. They had drums, they had flags, and they were seen walking down along Key Street. Um, as a group, it was peaceful, but it was a peaceful protest Uh in the form of the freedom of choice protest. Oh, yes. This has been all around Australia. So there was one in Bundaberg, what, the weekend just gone? Yeah, the weekend just gone. And one of the figureheads of it all is our friend Hans Jacoby. Good morning. How are you, Hans? Good morning. Now, <laughs> now, 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 the marches for freedom of choice. Now, can you tell us what, what you're going for here, what the idea is? Absolutely. Let me boil it down to just four things quickly. Everyone needs to have the freedom to choose what goes into their body. It's plain and simple. It's not up to the government to force a medical procedure on us. Secondly, the Prime Minister has said publicly that the jab is not mandatory and everyone needs to make their own decisions. That means no coercion and no force, and that's all we're asking for. Number three is we're opposed to the Queensland government's mandatory vaccination deadline of December 17 and want this withdrawn. Number four, we also want the Bundaberg Council to pass a resolution declaring our region a pro-choice community and support our businesses and our people. They're the four things we're after. You Not seem, a lot to ask, I don't think, is it? No, you seem pretty passionate, Hans, but I'm interested to know you've had vaccinations in the past, so you're not actually against vaccination, but you're more against, what, the segregation of people? Is that what I understand? I'm definitely against the segregation of, of people. We uh, These uh, mandates are divisive. We are one country, for goodness sake. You know, we've split our country up into various states. People can't leave their homes for... Uh, areas and this sort of thing. We can't travel between states. 
this is wrong. Yeah. We are a democracy. Look, I Hans, I'll this. say this. I do agree with the fact that I think everyone should have the choice of what goes into their body, and mm. I agree that there shouldn't be um, mandates put in place on us. So I agree with what you're saying. Um, where, <laughs> where I Where I worry is that what the hell's marching down Key Street going to do about it? I've seen you're out in front of Tom Smith's office. What are they going to do about it? This is from a state level. So you've mentioned the local council. Them to make us pro-choice, um, does that mean we separate from the rest of the state and Bundaberg can be pro-choice? Or is, there, is this actually something that can happen or is it just pipe dreams that we're marching <laughs> up the street for? Not a chance, mate. First of all, let me say this to you. Our protests are a measure of last resort. We've gone down this road in desperation because the government and the council are ignoring the data and they're fobbing us off. So we're not asking for anything unique with with Bundaberg Council. Livingston Council, North Burnett, uh, Fraser Coast, there's a whole lot of councils around us that have all come out and said our businesses need Mm. to be open to all people. For goodness sake, why should businesses just deny part of their customer base, uh, they're struggling already. This doesn't make any sense. But where do we go to from here, Hans? We've marched in the thousands, which has clearly sent a signal. How do we actually create change and ensure that businesses continue to operate and that we can protect our community from getting COVID, but everyone still gets what they want? Absolutely. Good point. Look, the thing is that until we held our big rally uh, two weeks ago where we had 3,000 people, we had a wellness expo and we had a freedom rally, we had 3,000 people there and the overwhelming comment was, oh, we thought we were the only ones. We thought we were alone. All of a sudden, the community has found that they're not alone and that they need to help each other and look out for each other. And the other thing is that many people know people now who have had vaccine injuries and also, sadly, from deaths. And, and that Look, is- Hans, um, we're going to have to pull it up there. As we said, we agree with everything that, that you guys are pushing for, but where, on, where I'm seeing a lack of um, future is what do we want specifically someone like Tom Smith to do and how do we get that down to someone like Anastasia Palaszczuk? Well, we've already written to uh, these people and we've asked them specifically, we want the vaccine mandate in the first instance withdrawn. Have you heard anything the... back? No. And with when when we also wrote to the council, I, I personally wrote a very long letter, or not, not too long, three-page letter, and I detailed that we're going to see an exponential increase in suicides, domestic violence, homelessness, mental health issues. For sure. We've already seen that increase there. So you've used statistics, but what essentially do we want to get out of this? Yeah, Um, what specifically? So say I'm here and I say I agree with you. What can I do to get this across the line? Because I I just, like, there's a lot of effort. There's a lot of work. There's there's a lot lot of of stuff happening, Mm. but I just worry it'll fizzle to nothing because it won't get to the right people or we'll just be ignored. It definitely won't uh, fizzle um, and we won't be ignored. We have created a lot of attention with our activities already, but there's various stages that we need to go through and it's like peeling an onion. So the first stage we go through is we write to all our politicians, we appeal to them. And then the next stage you cry. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you get out there and you you make your voice heard and you get more people to join you that are interested in what you're doing. And the third level is at the political level. 
Now, we know that between now and May, March, May next year, there's going to be a federal election. Yeah. So there will need to be a political move for change. So you're thinking if another, uh, if enough people in these communities like Bundaberg are doing this same thing, following legal process, there will be change? Well, I think, Absolutely. so what you're saying is you're hoping that when there's an election that there'll be a political member that uses this as a move to get elected. Mm. Correct. Wait, and yeah, I think me. you bang on the money. It won't be me, let me tell you. You're not running? <laughs> Are you sure? I, Hans, I'm, not a polit- I'm not a politician. Oh, I'm not pushing us. my own barrow. <laughs> well, Sorry. Hans, to be honest, mate, I admire what you're doing, and, yeah. I, and I do agree. We should all have a choice of what goes into our bodies. I'm fully vaccinated. I agree with the okay. vaccination, but that was my choice to make. Totally. I think it should be anyone. Fine. So we um, fully respect what you're doing, and you'll have to keep us up to date, Hans. Appreciate your time. I'd love to. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Child stars turn felons. It's not something unheard of. No. Before. You remember the knuckle puck kid from uh, from, uh, <laughs> from from the Mighty Ducks? There no. Was, there was a kid who did knuckle puck time. Prisoner now. But um, <laughs> it's happened again with the kid from School of Rock. Oh, I love this movie. Jack Black, he was trying to be a teacher. And they put together a band. Yeah, he was actually, yeah, his housemate was a substitute teacher. He was not. And he seen the opportunity to rip his friend off. And he <laughs> tricked a bunch of children into going in a van and playing at a rock concert. Pretty messed up stuff good if, story. You, if you really break this one down. But we're all cheering for him nonetheless. <laughs> but Joseph Joey Gatos Jr., he is now 27. He played the kid Zach Mooneyham in the 2003 film. Do you was remember? he um, the, the guitarist? He was the guitar prodigy who was having issues with his dad who expected oh. him to do this and he that. He was playing like classical guitar um, bass or yeah. something. And then they were like, take this electric one. And he become a bit of a rock kid. And, yeah. yeah. And you're cheering for him. But, um, yeah, he's 27 now, and we don't know what he's really been up to. He's sort of disappeared off the face a little bit. But what's happened is he's recently been arrested. Oh. Forget this, stealing a string of expensive guitars. (laughs) So he's stolen guitars after being in a movie famous for playing guitar. Yeah, exactly. So he obviously is a great guitar player, so they found a kid who can play well for the movie. And so there's one story where what he did, he went to a place and um, went in – Asked if he could play this $800 Les Paul guitar. Oh, that's an expensive one. Started playing one. it. Yep. He then dashed out of the store without paying. Just took off. There's video of that one. Did it, they chase him down? They No, he got away. They, oh. they But they had CCTV, so that's how they've been able to track him down. But there's been a string of other cases. So he was, he was caught uh, shoplifting and charged with theft in... Sarasota, um, Venice, and Northport. And oh, my God, he's moved around So fast. he's moved around just stealing guitars everywhere. And, um, yeah, well, apparently when they pulled him up, he just said, well, the legend of the rent was way hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> and did that pass for an excuse? <laughs> apparently not. He's been charged on all accounts. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. We are down at Monrepo, and yes, we're back in studio, but we wanted to share this insight when it comes to the Turtles, obviously a big draw card. So down here, while we're at the Monrepo Turtle Centre, we decided to get an expert to ask a few questions. Yeah, we're here with Ranger Nikki, and we're curious to know, because Cut the Glow is the slogan, is the motto to look after our turtles. And we're curious to know, with the festive season approaching, what sort of impact does that have on our turtles? 
Well, artificial lights can be very disruptive. It can disorientate hatchlings making their way to the water as well as the adult turtles. Uh, so any artificial glow is going to impact on them. Uh, so whether it's close to, if you live close to the beach or even inland in, in Bundaberg, we're now seeing a sky glow from the beach. Okay, so are there any tips and tricks, times that we should turn them off or certain colours maybe that we should use? Uh, I think pretty much every light isn't good for a turtle, so darkness is ideal, um, but being humans, we can't see in the dark, so we do need our lights. Uh, but some ways that you can help is from, say, 7.30 at night, uh, if you're at home, closing your curtains, or uh, if you have lights outside, to have them on sensor so that they only come on when they're needed. Uh, those sorts of things can help. And if you don't need a light on, just turn it off. Is it the mama turtles or the baby turtles that are affected or they all sort of see the same way and impacted in the same way? Yeah, so the marine turtles use natural light horizons to navigate on and off of the beach. So when these artificial glows occur, it masks those natural horizons. So if you have a big bright light inland, the turtles may think, oh, that's where I'm meant to go and they go the wrong way. And they use energy that they really need to get out in the water and get out to the East Australian current. Now that's for the hatchlings. With the adult turtles, they use the same horizons um, to get on and off the beach. But once they hit the water, they sort of just swim off offshore, creating another clutch of eggs for the next two weeks. Mm. So it is, um, although it is the festive season, so we want to enjoy it. Um, if there's a chance, uh, flick the lights off when you can and do keep in mind that we are a place where, where these turtles really need that, that natural light and those uh, artificial lights dim down as much as possible and enjoy the festive season. Thanks, that clears a lot up for me um, and probably saves me a bucket load in Christmas lights this year. So thank you, Ranger Nikki down at Monopoly. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. On Saturday night, after an epic week on the road with Staycation 2021, uh, we had our Triple M Christmas party. We sure did. It was at Bossman Bedford's house. The drinks were flowing. The food was cooking. Um, yeah, it's all a good time. We're all having a merry good time, especially uh, all of us in costume, because it was a themed costume party, and we all had to dress up in alphabet theme. Now, yeah. I hadn't heard of this before, but it's basically you take your first initial of your name, and then you dress up as something from that. Yeah, so both of us being JB and Jules, mm. we had to dress as something starting with J. Yes. So I thought I would round out with our colleagues our best dress costumes for the Christmas party. Kicking things off with a dishonourable mention to boss man Bedford. Okay, why dishonourable? Well, he dressed. his name is actually Nathan. Yeah. He was dressed up as a ninja. Yeah. And he had like a full face mask situation going on. Yeah. To the point where his dishonourable mention is because he could not have got it off his face faster. No, he had it when I walked in and then it was it was gone. And then he was just in normal clothes. Ninja He was fast. just in a black shirt. That's I'm the, sorry, but... That uh, was the ninja party. Ripped it off super quick. I did come dressed as Jesus. Yeah. And um, I got my beard off very quickly. You started wearing it in different ways. Like I seen it halfway <laughs> up your face at one point, then it was down the bottom. Well, I needed a, a hole to be able to eat and drink. But um, they made the dishonourable mentions, myself and Bossman Bedford. But let's kick it off with third place. Three. Brody as Batman. Ah, so this was, so Beck, her name's Rebecca. Uh, and her partner Brody, so they went Batman and Robin. I thought it was a great one. It was a cute costume, a uh, couple's costume, and complete with the voices. 
He was Batman. Hey, hey, I'm Batman. He committed to the role until he took half of his um, abs off. But (laughs) he makes third place. In second place, we had Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man came dressed. You would have seen those inflatable outfits. They come (laughs) whole with a little fan on them. And it fully inflates and it looks like... There's an alien carrying a little Ant-Man. Yes. Where did his legs go? We don't know. We don't know where the legs were. It was a great outfit, and I will commend him. He did end up taking it off, but he committed to it for... A decent amount of time. A fair good while. And Probably until been... he got to the toilet time. Yeah, I'm glad he had something underneath it because <laughs> he could have nearly gotten away with being semi-naked at the Christmas party. Mm, but he did not make the top place Ooh. in place number one. One. Yourself, JV. And oh, Jess. We did it. We did it. Top spot, couple costume, JB and Jess went as each other. Yeah, so I dressed as my wife. I wore some of her old clothes that she was never going to wear again because I destroyed them and she wore mine. She painted a fake beard on. She did. She plaited all her hair so it looked like she was bald. Yeah. And then JB, you committed. You shaved the beard. You had yellow in your eyebrows. You were wearing earrings. It was just everything. We need to put photos Another step that we didn't get mentioned was that we wore each other's perfume and cologne. Did you really? She wore my cologne and I wore her perfume for the night. It is concerning how comfortable you were with that. (laughs) What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Don't you just love it when there's a brand new colleague that joins the team? Yeah, and we do have a very tight-knit team. We all get along. We all have a great time here at Triple M. And when do. someone new joins, it's like you, you test them out to see if they're going to if it's going to work out. Yeah, you've got to show them that, A, hey, you're top dog, but yeah. they got to fit in with the culture. And it's a bit of fun. Sometimes you do some tricks. We did that to uh, Beck and Steph when they joined the team and tried yeah. to get them some coffees. But Belinda yesterday joined the team, and we decided to put her to the test. We gave her one minute to have to talk on the radio. Yeah, and the idea was is that Jules and I were in here, but we do not say a thing. Mm-mm. So it gets super awkward, but we say, all right, do a radio break. She's had no preparation. She's nope. just got to talk for a minute. No training, nothing at all, and she had to fill in the silences. This is how it went. Well, I don't really know what to say, but I love being in Bundaberg because it's flat and it's one of my favourite things to not run up hills or around hills or down hills. So, yeah, um, I was driving up here um, on Thursday night and I brought the rain. Are you happy? 191 mils and I was in the middle of it. All the way. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, I got up here and then um, the only problem with my house in the pre-inspection was the fact that the roof was not working. So 191 mils and um, raining. And so, yeah, my cat and I just lay on a single bed mattress on the floor until 5 a.m. and I hated it. And uh, he's still not talking to me. And yeah, we need a new roof. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> I can't. I was not prepared. I'm too sober. You've got five seconds. You can. No, I just need more gin. Just 93.1 Triple M. 91. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. It's Jules, or sometimes referred to as Single Sally. Single, who refers to you as Single Sally? Why would you say that now? Now I'm uh, going to call you it all the time. Okay, feel free to do that. Rename the show. But um, it is no secret of this show that I am, in fact, single. You are single. Are you ready to mingle, though? That's where you Yeah. Like, it's no secret that you're single, but you're very secretive in your love life. Like you, secretive single Sally. You don't tell me when if you're going on a date. Yes, because we have someone. a radio show and you'll bring it up. But I'm your friend. I want not. <laughs> 
not. If you ask me not to, of course I wouldn't. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. No, you'd see, she's secretive, everyone. <laughs> she's secretive in the flesh. You're secretive with everyone with it. Look, you're even Look, getting all, all weird uh, now. Okay. Look, I am ready to mingle. Obviously, oh, everyone says she? the right person. Uh, but a girlfriend of mine uh, has decided to take matters into her own hands. Right. And she's decided to set me up on a date. <laughs> and she has. Uh, she's obviously happy and coupled up, so she's looking to help others out and play Cupid. Is that annoying as someone who's single? Like, I, do you, no, do you feel like pre- saying, I'm, I don't need help, I'm happy to be single? Or? <laughs> you need help, Jules. This is why I've come to you. <laughs> or no, are you happy to receive it. the help? I don't mind it at all. Um, but she has sent me a picture of a dude that she's friends with. And she's thinking she's the mutual friend in this situation. She knows me. She knows him. She wants to set us up. Yep. And so she messages me and she says, here's his picture. Shall I set up a blind date? (laughs) One problem uh, wrong with a blind date, you don't actually know what the blind date looks like until you rock up for the date. Well, that's what I'm confused about. That's the jigs up. You don't know. You already know what he I looks like. I don't think she understands the concept. The no. idea is that you rock up and you both have no idea. You're either pleasantly surprised or maybe slightly disappointed. Yeah. But I don't. <laughs> who knows what could happen? Have you ever been it's on a blind date before? The whole premise. No, I haven't. And I wanted to have that first experience. And she's taken it from she's you. She's ruined it for me already. So, well, well, the next thing is he. How's he look? Yeah, he's not bad. Okay, so yeah. so maybe unless I get absolutely catfished, oh. his Facebook profile looks nothing like what I think. I rock up and he's actually a goat or something. <laughs> Either way, I'll be equally as frazzled. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from six to nine a.m. on Triple M Bundy, or subscribe here to get all the best bits.